improved version of Close to Art Intro and a little bit further in. Good job, Trevor. High five on that one. Hey, everybody. Welcome try, to the podcast. Try Two to boys a, in a canoe. Let's try to suck a little less every day. Exactly. It's not about being Superman. It's about not being the homeless hey. dude that can't play. Always moving forward. We're not backwards. Progression. Progressive. E40. It's up. Welcome to the, pop, keep, ugh, the podcast, folks. Talking porky Chris pig Evan. over here. That's smoke. Awful. Smoke choking. I am Chris Evan Evans. Call it now. As always, it is Trevor Olstrom with me today, my cohort. I am gorgeous George. Chris is Gravisitz. <laughs> and we have the great Sage back. Joining yeah. us today. Sage. Sage. Welcome, Sage. Hey. So, yeah. Let's see. Uh, right. How you guys been? By the way, you've been on the show now more than anybody. Fuck yeah! We're gonna you beat your brother. I know. Gonna, I know we're that. Have a contest. Hey, you beat your brother. To see who can be in the podcast the most. I guess within a year, to the end of the year. So it was a tie between Sage, uh, Sage's brother Michael, and then their mom Christine, and then the old Chris Kennett Silver Squirrel. I don't think Angelo should count because Angelo is technically not here. He's calling in. That's oh, kind of called, unfair. He's called here twice. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of unfair. Yeah. yeah. He's the call-in winner. It's yeah. a different category. Exactly. Exactly. He, he, we it, set it up so that all the special yeah. Olympians can... You know. Yes. <laughs> Guys, don't chew on the safety cones for your safety. Can I let the, the listeners know mm. that since we have gotten a kitten, my patience has been really tested this last week or so. It's like having a... It is like having a kid, but a kid with knives. <laughs> a kid with knives that and runs And it's way more acrobatic. And, and that flips... So, so the thing that's been driving me nuts lately here is in the morning, you know, it's, it's our time to go to the bathroom together. She goes, I go, you know, we hit the bathroom around the same time. The problem is, is while I'm sitting on the toilet, she'll come up behind the toilet and she'll grab like the back fat of my fucking uh, back What's and up, she'll Chris? hang there. Oh. She'll hang there, one claw in me and just be looking at me like, what's the problem here? And I'm just screaming bloody murder. It's Jeez. seven in the morning. You know, it's, it's just... I'm gone by that. No, yeah. exactly. Like, you didn't hear it this morning. I like slammed a door and shit. I heard you this morning right when I was leaving. She did that, that to me doing... is nuts. She does that. She did that to me yesterday when I was doing dishes. She kept jumping on doing the same thing. She has a face like, oh, I'm adorable. Like, you she are. This is adorable, but we need to fucking clip her claws. That's I, a problem. The cat's uh, been alive long enough and she's never had her claws yeah. clipped. It's about eight weeks. That's about the time you should start looking at the first cut. But other than that, once we take her claws down Same a little enough. bit, she'll First be, cut is the deepest, like the Cheryl uh, Crow song. Anyways. Well, the first shot is the, is the deadliest, uh, like the movie Crow. You know? <laughs> Good music in that, by the way. Oh, good yeah, fights great and good music. Good guitaring. Yeah, Brandon Lee fucking played guitar. That was him. Fuck yeah. Man. Martial artist and martial artist and good guitar. That was the beginning and the end of Brandon Lee, and it was one of the dopest movies ever. Oh yeah. Yeah, if he had lived longer, I think he would have made an impact for sure. He would have been a bigger, bigger actor than his father. His timing hit. The universe had other plans. Unfortunately, God said, God said, I need another Bruce Lee. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I need some more uh, guards to the to the gates here in case Satan gets all right. Exactly. I need a couple Bruce yeah. Lees, not just one. Yeah. <laughs> hey, bad folks don't go up to heaven. They fly. 
Don't go to Wouldn't that be Elvis. weird if you did die and you did go to heaven and it's just all the people that are like uh, your family and you know your extended family or your relatives, I suppose. And they're all like, hey, you're dead, asshole. Welcome up. And then uh, St. Peter's like, hey, we got to check in at the gate real quick. And, and then you go over to the gate and he's like, I don't like the looks of this. <laughs> And all, all of a sudden, you're getting down down the stairs. And he's like looking to list all the yeah, all the bad like, shit oh, you've done. He's like, oh, uh, ooh. what the <laughs> fuck is? What's wrong with you? <laughs> you had sex with a platypus at a children's hospital? What? I mean, it was there trying to fulfill wishes, and my yeah. wish was to you know. To, uh, what uh, if, make a wish platypus. Hey, instead of what if God was one of us? What if God sucked off a platypus? God must have a, sh- a shitty or go. an amazing sense of humor. Oh, yeah. he does some fucked up things. <laughs> no, the platypuses are proof that God has a good sense of humor. No, the Bible was very interesting. We were trying to figure out the world like, we knew science to figure it all out. And then the universe was like, platypus. As, we, like, were, oh, as we were going around doing taxidermy, we're work. like, what the fuck? They're like a duck, right? Duck and an otter. They fucked. It's duck otter. But wait, there's more. There's more. Duck otter. It lays eggs and lives in the water. It lays eggs and it's poisonous. And has a poisonous <laughs> spike. Yeah. Also makes a weird sound. I've heard the, the, the call it makes. If I woke up and there's a platypus it's drinking like, that purr noise and then about to stab me, I would be in full fight or flight mode. I'd be freaking out. Just, He's like, what is going on? All right, Trevor. So what do we got on the old agenda for today? I know we got today our uh, top 10, at least America list. We're trying oh, to do some top we 10. We're going to do the top 10 uh, rock, classic rock and roll band list. Yeah. Uh, so we're doing... We're going to do America. We're going to do America. Sorry, UK, but America did it first. Yep. We know you helped. We'll get to you. Don't worry. And the world, you also helped. But America, we did it first. So we we're doing America. We the blacks. That's and true. <laughs> the we blacks, stole it from the blacks and the Latinos and the and the rednecks hey, out there. Anything, we stole from everybody. That's good and American. Originally was stolen from something. That somebody yeah, else. we stole from a bunch of cultures. Got to steal it, to including your knowledge too on a language. Yes. <laughs> oh God. Gotta do it. <laughs> you want to yeah. be original, don't you? <laughs> but uh, we got all kinds of exciting. Exciting news. We haven't been here in a while. Yeah, it's I'm been a week and a half. Crazy sickness. And Trevor's doing fine. <laughs> Trevor never gets sick. I, I fucking get sick. I, when get, I, get, injured. I get injured. I get injured. I get cut and injured. sick when I get overworked too much. So we already talked about it. Like, Chris will probably die of a sickness. I'll probably just, like, lose an arm. Or Trevor something. doesn't get down with the sickness like I do. <laughs> Look, Disturbed hasn't had a good record since that record, all right? Just to be clear it's there. It's so true. Guys, since 2001. 2001. The lead singer did a cover of... Um, Sound of Silence. Song. Yeah. No, no, no. The Simon and Garfunkel. Sound. Simon and Garfunkel, yeah. And, uh, and it was good. It was but really good. The lead singer is the only person in the band that I kind of give a shit about because he's got a good singing voice, but he does shit music, man. It's all just gargle fucking rock. It's like yeah, an entire band where the songwriter was Ringo. And, <laughs> yeah. Oh, weird. Good. That's weird. a good analogy. And David, yeah, the, the whole band... It's like, a bunch of yellow buses. <laughs> it's a bunch of fucking submarines. We're all yellow submarines. <laughs> fucking walrus. Cuckoo choo. <laughs> But I'm yeah, the Eggman. Lucy in the Sky of Diamonds, but Lucy in the Sky of Diamonds. I actually heard that today. It was a great song. Did you? And my niece is named after that song. My cool, um, 
My niece is named Sky, and my uh, sister is named Lucy. And she named her daughter Sky because she's like Lucy in the sky with diamonds. I was like, yeah, all right, man, that's a good, that's a good one. That is good. Yeah. So we'll go over some news. We got the rock and roll list. What's the news, Trevor? What's well, the news? I'm not finding it, so here, so I'm just gonna improv. Here we go. <laughs> it's all fake news. Fake news. Fake news. <laughs> The government. Recently, Bigfoot was captured. Uh, and, recently, Bigfoot just got punched in the dick by and the uh, the government. <laughs> and the government. He's like the perfect height. Yeah. Yep. And the government cares for you. And hot chicks are attracted to nice guys that work hard. Here's not a yeah. fake. Here's not a fake one. They used to do LSD experiments on the United States Army. Oh yeah. No, that's true. That that hundred percent true. That was such a that's fucked up thing. The, and they didn't know how to dose properly. So they give people ridiculous amounts of acid. They give them like 300 hits. Yeah. <laughs> One of the scientists in charge of that, according to the government, just had a really bad trip and just jumped out of that window. Yeah. I've had some few, bad trips, but I don't think I've ever been. Well, there. they took crazy amounts. Where they, um, afterwards, like they just dumped the private. They had lost their sanity and shit, and they couldn't do anything with them. Technically, the experiment was over. You know, they got the results they wanted. So what do you do with the person that's gone insane because you gave them way too much acid? Right, so it was you like kick them out of the army. <laughs> you kick them out of the army. And now they're just a crazy person on the streets. Yeah, running. yelling at God. <laughs> Hell, I've probably kicked a few of them out of my 7-Eleven. It happens, man. <laughs> probably. It really does. Thank you, government, for always looking out for us. <laughs> and f- ruining us and then just kicking us out. I'm like, all right, here you go. Did you guys hear about the PACT Act getting passed here recently? No. So uh, there was a bill in Congress to put a lot of money into um, the veterans. Oh, the burn pits. That fought in the recent uh, wars in Iraq and Afghanistan, even like Desert Storm. Um, There's a thing called burn pits that a lot of these guys were affected by. Um, They're carcinogenic pits of smoke that basically are waste, uh, human waste and garbage and Usually as a punishment, the military makes, you know, grunts burn these uh, piles. With jet fuel. With uh, gasoline and high-powered diesel and stuff. And what ends up happening is these uh, people are just exposed to it. There's no real way to to breathe properly around a billowing, you know, pile of smoke. So uh, years of that later, you know, you got a lot of people dying from uh, lung infection and disease and uh, cancer. So they made this uh, idea to put a lot more money into the veterans. And recently it got stopped in Congress because Congress is full of shit. Of course. (laughs) um, By a bunch of Republicans that they were saying it's basically another spending bill that the Democrats want to um, sneak in a bunch of other shit. But they weren't doing that. But they were sneaking in some things. But but it goes both ways, man. Do you want to help them out or not? Okay, these people fought for your country, they fought for you, and they made sure that you stayed in your nice little house. So, give them what the fuck they need. And, yeah, man, we are doing some frivolous spending right now, but the problem is, is we're coming out of a fucking crazy uh, quarantine where the economy just shot to shit, and we're coming back to try to be normalized again. And we also have, also we're we're having more... General homicides than ever before. Of Violence course, is man. going Depression up. Depression is up way. Fucking anxiety is up through the roof. 
So that was the actually some people like the feeling that the American people have is just uneasy depression. We and have this war over in Europe that might nobody lead to all knows kinds. what's going on with yeah. the fucking war over there. So it's kind of like the beginning of World War Two, where like the world is on people are uneasy. Or you know? uneasy, similar and to like we're right on the brink of who knows well, what. Fucking all you need is that push. Where is it that Nancy Pelosi is supposed to be visiting right now? Apparently, Taiwan. Yeah, oh, so China. Yeah. China's so doing fucking live fire fucking military tests there. Yeah. Right when Pelosi happened to be visiting. Like, well, problem, I swear it's a coincidence. Well, the problem with certain areas of China is they're populated enough and they don't want to be a part of China anymore. But China's not willing to give up territory. It's like if a state wanted to secede from the United States. How you wouldn't let that state it's see? Just, it's the same shit we saw fucking when, you know, England went from being 87 fucking countries to exactly. just the one island. Exactly. <laughs> and, and that's uh, what it is, is it's losing territory. World War One definitely helped. And, and China has a problem right now where they keep quashing all their people's voices. They don't let anybody get in uh, outside information. They're kind of like Russia and how they doctor everything yeah. that goes to the people. The advantage Taiwan and has... It was a real thing a couple years ago in Hong Kong. Oh, yeah. You know, one of the biggest the cities. protests. They had one of the, the hugest organized protests ever. Like, there was one point over a million people just organized right you know, for days and days and days in the heat well i love how america and china like talk so much shit about each other it goes the same way with russia when we're all the same enemy like everybody does shitty shit everybody oh, yeah. steps on people's rights and you know and we all do it to a certain degree but i guess where is the line you know because it keeps getting pushed, you know, on how far the people can be stepped on. Taiwan does have a huge advantage, though. It's the top manufacturer of uh, super processors. Yep. And China is yep. trying to oh, figure shit. out, and the U.S. Are, is trying to figure out how they do it. But they have all these huge factories, and they have the best computer scientists Workers in the world. And, and they, they produce the most super processors for all the major... Computers, uh, computer companies, that, uh, all, Mac, you know, Intel, but, and, all that Intel. shit, and also these are the processors that are used in like uh, nuclear power plants and like high-level government and science. Yeah, these are the processors that literally run our entire defense and our entire infrastructure yeah. at this point. Right, so it's probably a good idea to keep them happy. So exactly. the point 100%. is, Taiwan is has, just like in wars past where you try to attack a place that has a commodity that you want... That Noah's, I'll give you an example. In the in the Renaissance period, uh, Italy was famous for being able to make glass, and they were the top producer right. of this glass. Sure. And for a long time, a lot of countries like France and Britain wanted the glass too. And there were times where they would go to war with Italy, and one of the things they were trying to take was glass. But they were so closed, like Venice, for example, one of the top cities for glass, and they were so closed mouth that for a long time they made their hands on or like China with silk. China yeah. for a long time had a fucking huge monopoly on on trade on trade for the entire world because the silk trade would end literally because silk was one of the most valuable things. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, it's called the Silk Road because it was so valuable. They they, um, like you were killed if you tried to sneak the secret of yes. making silk out of China. Oh, I yeah. heard like you were killed immediately. Yeah, well, and that's that's where it becomes an issue of technology these days is so prevalent everywhere. Sabotage, that, man. That. Well, I think that what ends up happening is that it's really hard to get rid of somebody. I mean, it's not impossible, it's, and there's a lot of ways to do it's it. It's a lot harder. People ask a lot more questions. Exactly. And exactly. Then the other thing is, it's two a lot. or three videos of something going down 
creates a lot of doubt. And the other thing is, it's way easier to fucking get secrets out now. Exactly, exactly. Because people aren't as tight-lipped as they used to be yeah. either. Uh, especially with the information, uh, the way it's displayed. Information age. Now, you, know, you can find out just about where anybody lives if you just look yeah. on their Facebook. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And now you have guys that, like Edward Snowden or even... Who, who, who leaked all that information. I don't know why you said Edward Snowden and I immediately went to Edward Scissorhands. I was like, yep, Johnny Depp, <laughs> he fucking did it. He, he leaked secrets with his scissorhands. Wait. <laughs> Wait. Edward Scissorhands Snowden? Snowden, Snowden, Scissorhands. Snowden, Scissorhands. That would be the episode name right there. What do you think? Snowden, Scissorhands. Fuck yeah. Edward Snowden, Scissorhands. We're getting all political. I know. But anyways, back to the local news. We just went on a whole... Global diatribe. Do it. But it's been cooler this week, uh, according to Thank the. God. <laughs> Thank fucking God. You're right. I agree. <laughs> according all to the last news, week I got burned to death, and then I got sick. Yeah, and I was just getting cooked like a like a fucking muffin in the metal shop was all week. Cooked like an egg on the sidewalk, but yep. the sidewalk is literally on the sun. <laughs> yes. Might just, as well be walking on the sun. From the fucking sunburns I had gotten when we went fishing together. Oh, that's right. And then yeah. I, I went to a Ren Fair in yeah. fucking Silverdale. <laughs> what was the Ren Fair like? Yeah, talk oh, about that. That was fucking awesome, man. They We Fun. went chicks with tits out. Uh, yeah. 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 That's one of the best things about the Ren Fair is like they wear the, the, the what is it, the corsets? Yeah. Push their tits right up under their chin. <laughs> <laughs> fucking... We went and saw the joust, and one of the knights Ooh. was the fucking, swear to God, prettiest girl I've ever seen. The Black Knight. <laughs> so was she black? She was not. Ah, damn it. Damn it. Did have really gorgeous black hair, though. Awesome. Well, that's cool. Yeah, man, that's that's a chick that, like, it's hard to go up and talk to her after a joust, you know? <laughs> she hops off the horse, that's and she's, she like, won. taking off some of her armor, and you're yeah. like, hey, uh... You like pizza? <laughs> She's like, what? So, uh, I see you're handling, good at handling big, sh hard wooden shafts. I, work I got on that. Work on that. Yeah. I'll get there's something there. Yeah, I know. That's why I was saying, hey, hey uh, I just saw you beat the shit out of a dude. How you doing? <laughs> yeah. I really like the way you laid that guy off of his horse. <laughs> I have a weapon you could swing around if you... Uh, <laughs> If, if we want to meet later and have and uh, have some meat over and, and go visit the local apothecary and then have some roasted uh, grouse. She's like, dude. Renaissance fucking. Well, she's Renaissance like, day dude, jokes. Let's go. Yeah, and she's like, I'm not fucking on, on work right now. I want to get lunch. Shut up. You know, we've had this black plague going on. I'm getting tired of it. You know, it's. Uh, I always think of the girl. Yes. Um, Janine Garofalo from uh, Cable Guy. <laughs> That's a, a big Jay Ogerson thing, too. He always reminds me of from Cable Guy where, like, uh, Jim Carrey's character, he's like, oh, douse the lady, you know. <laughs> and, what? Yeah. <laughs> it just says... Hot. Trevor's pointing to the... the I'm pointing to the weather thing. ...temperature, and he's like, it's hot during the summer. Who would have guessed? <laughs> and I no, was like, yeah, obviously. No, what, I'm sorry, Rob. It's the five-day forecast. It's like 83 for today, Friday, 87, Saturday, 6. And then Sunday just says hot. And it's just a big bubble. It just says hot. Yeah. Well, what did you expect it to say? Actually, it's going to cool down. That'd be amazing. So, yeah, it's hot. But, Trevor, uh, Trevor's all about the temperature. And uh, He's a human thermometer, folks, just with no mercury. 
I mean, well, hopefully, my finger can feel ho- hopefully when he gets no mercury. <laughs> oh, yeah, hopefully not. I'm already crazy enough. He's a mad hatter. So, let me talk about some event I went to last Saturday with Sage's brother Michael and went to the Oregon Asian Festival here. What's up, Asian Festival? It was awesome, by the way. And it Did was, you have any Chinese food? I had some Indonesian food. Okay. Because it was, it had all types. It was like you had Indian stuff. You had, yeah. you had Filipino stuff. You, yeah. had, you had some Indonesian food. They had uh, Vietnamese. Yeah, they had uh, they had a uh, Chinese martial artist Croatia. demonstration where they would use the uh, the curved swords. They did demonstrations with that. They had a chick swinging there. They had they had a guy using the traditional Chinese spear. They had they had guys. Uh, they they they're also practicing. Uh, Kung Fu, but they also had people like doing like playing Kyoto. There's a lady, older lady playing Kyoto, which is really cool. And they had the um, an older group that was playing like tradi- uh, Gaisam. It was the name of the band where traditional like Japanese tea houses, they would have the band that would play background music. Huh. All I'm thinking about is a bunch of geishas, man. A bunch oh, of hell. hot geishas rolling around offering hand jobs. Five dollar, make you hot. Thank you. <laughs> Anyways. But it was fun. The the music was cool. There was not too many hot chicks because it was... It was a dick fest. No, it was actually mainly families. Like, it was just... It was families. There was no hot kids running around, Trevor. I know. (laughs) I don't diddle kids. I'm like Frank over here. I don't diddle kids. I don't diddle kids. Kids make a song. Not like I'm big. Not really sure. Frank, if you make a song of diddling kids, they're really going to think you diddle kids. It's like, no, no. That's that's the whole thing behind it. No. I am not... I'm not a minor attracted person. I'm not a map, all right? But what if they're really hot, Trevor? <laughs> I'm going for the grandma over the fucking seven-year-old. Any I'm going day, for the mom right? because the mom's probably financially stable. <laughs> Actually, you know what? That's, <laughs> that's I like there. the financial stability now, of a woman. I'm going for gra- I'm going for the grandma because she's probably had some funny stories and she's experienced. Trevor's robbing the old folks. Hey, home and shit. He's like, hey, dude, uh, isn't that so? She might have thing? an STD older than dude, I am, look. but still. Isn't that such a thing Keep though? Voice down, yes. Where uh, I was getting that. where like some dude rolls into a nursing home and he starts dating what a up, chick, ladies? and then uh, everybody gets word that he's a real good guy or whatever, and then she dies, and then he starts dating the other like old lady. <laughs> he starts taking all her money and shit. Hell yeah, I'm sure it's. It's gotta be a movie somewhere. I'm, I mean, Bad Grandpa, the whole thing with um, Johnny Knoxville, where he would pretend to be an old guy and went to the. He went to the, the mango parlor and just hit on old bitches. <laughs> One chick's like, I have an STD that's 50 years old or some shit. And he's like, damn, that's hot. That's something that they don't talk about a lot is that STDs break out tons of times a year in fucking old folks' homes. Yes. <laughs> There's just outbreaks <laughs> folks, of STDs they be because they have nothing else to do. There's like little cliques in old folks' homes where there's the cool kids and you know right. so you have it's all just people. a much 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 older version of high school oh, yes God. 100% yes. because high I used to go my aunt years. had a condo when my grandmother died my aunt got the condo that my grandmother was living in because she didn't have a place at the time um, and they had a giant ass pool and like I'd been going there since I was a kid so it was actually just kind of cool it was like my aunt was at a retirement place mad quiet but they had a giant pool and I remember going by the pool at the time to swim Sometimes they'd have like the grand uh, daughters there and they were my age. I was like, all right, this is cool. But I always noticed that there was just a line of old women, like the same five or so. And you, 
could just hear them when you walked by them. They talked shit about every fucking person in this place. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's like they knew them all, too. It was so weird. Like, was this prison? Yeah. Oh, this motherfucker don't chew his bread correctly, and he shits too much in the morning. Like, and, damn. And it just goes to show, like, no matter how old you get, people are still fucking kids. Like, they're all just, you know, adolescents and fucking... Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I don't think you're too good to not talk shit about somebody around a pool when you're 80. <laughs> so when you get old, talk shit, and then use excuse that you're losing your mind. Exactly. And you play it off. Use that as your fucking excuse. You like, well, you know, I've been old. People must get away with so much because they're about to die. <laughs> just, like, I do. It's true. Places. It's true. Hundred percent. <laughs> Fuck out. I, you know, I remember be dead in a couple of years. Why are we gonna put him in jail? I'm just gonna waste my money. <laughs> I remember being at Walgreens one time. And this old man with a fucking Korea war veteran hat was sitting in those little scooters. And this and this lady this lady who was working there was like, Sir, the toothpaste is here, and this old man immediately knocks all the toothpaste down. He's like, I didn't fucking shoot these motherfuckers for this bullshit. Fuck you and he started ramming his he started ramming his cart into the fucking aisle of the toothpaste and knocking shit off. And I'm just watching this. Of course, I was drunk. I was drunk just watching this. I'm like, what is happening? This old man is just like, fuck all of you. And he's like waving his hat around and crashing his cart into the aisle, <laughs> knocking fucking toothpaste and like general like bathroom supplies onto the floor. And I just, I was like, man, old people get in way of some crazy shit because if like you or I, someone our age did that shit, they would be calling cops immediately. Cops, cops, cops. Immediately. But this guy then so, casually rolled out and just talked shit to everyone. I used to worry I think this. me too. He just like started flipping people off. I'm like, damn. <laughs> damn, this is being old, man. I've been through some shit. Fuck you. So I worked at this uh, grocery store uh, back when I was in Florida and I was like a cashier slash stock uh, person and I originally started out as a stock person and then went to cashiering because the stock work sucked. Um, but I remember this one couple because they would always be coming up and down the aisles and the woman was a bitch and she would yell at her husband and like just berate him. And she yeah, he'd be, was like, he'd be drinking outside when well, she isn't around. <laughs> it, it was like she was like 75 and he was maybe like 80. Like so they were an old couple and you could tell they'd been together a long time. He but thought about suicide so a few times. fucking mean to everybody in the store. Ugh. I'm so fucking mean to this dude. And it, and the craziest part was, was um, I remember just one day, like, she was being just ridiculous. And I wanted to kick her out of the store. I was like, miss, you know, you can't fucking talk to people that way. That is terrible. Um, and my manager was like, I'm not going to do it. It's, you know, she's an old woman. Fuck that. And, and I, I just asked the husband. I was like, dude. How do you deal with her? Like, she was busy talking shit to somebody. I'm good. What did he and say? And he goes, man, I don't listen to her. And, and, and he's just like, he's yeah. been dealing with it for so long, he's just tuned her the fuck out. Which is hilarious to me, because I'm like, well, maybe there is some light at the end of the tunnel. Maybe one day I'll just be able to ignore women and all their dumb shit they do. <laughs> I've, I've had a couple old men that I work with where I've asked them for life advice. Like, these are guys who have been married for 30 plus years. And I've asked them just because I'm, because these are pretty good, funny old dudes that are wise. Got some advice? Yeah. Life lessons? So, what, I got a couple of answers. Like, one of them, the old man is the owner, uh, named John. He's been married. He said two marriages. Big but John. But the, that's a good song. But the last, yeah. the last marriage was like 30 plus years. So long enough, he knows. And I was like, what's the secret to marriage? He said, I remember he was like, boy, I'll tell you what. 
What you gotta do is you gotta kill. He's a he's a good old boy. Tell you what? No, he's that's how he talks. He's that's how Hank Hill talks too. Yeah, he's a good old boy from from Oregon. But he's like, well, I'll tell you what. Meaning no harm. Let me finish. Been in trouble with the law since the day he was born. (laughs) Was it the Duke Boys? I don't know. I grew up with that show, man. He was madder than a bobcat pulled by his whiskers on a hot August day. What the fuck? I guess them boys are going to be cooning later. Oh, them Duke boys are in it now. But anyways. Was the Duke boys racist at all? I don't know. They didn't have a lot of black people. They had a few that would be out of towners, they'd always call them. Like, oh, you see, uh... You see uh, Tyrone over here. He's from the city. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> you of course, call on Tyrone. At least they didn't call him something something Jim. <laughs> yeah. By the N-word way, that was a whole Jim. joke. N word Jim. So that was another joke. The whole thing about how the whole Mark Twain thing and with like Huck Finn and how that's now controversial. Trevor is scared to say the N word, folks. I don't like saying it. He doesn't like I don't saying like it. it. <laughs> I don't like saying it. But I've gotten to say it so much in my life, and you want to know why? Because I grew up in the South, and when you grow up in yes. the South, you get called cracker a lot. I was called cracker on the West Coast. Eventually, what ends up happening is you fucking lash back, motherfucker. But it was funny because at my school, it was uh, disproportionate, basically. There were enough white kids in my elementary school, for sure. But then you went to middle school and high school, and the white kids were the minority. (laughs) You got called little cracker and honky a ton. I do agree that racism does go both ways. It does both ways. White people feel terrible shit. Racist. But other people also do terrible shit to people that are also Caucasian. Unfortunately, yes. But it is a two way street. Life lessons to live by, folks. How is it be nice to your neighbors? To be here for the most political episodes. I don't know. <laughs> be nice to your neighbors and don't fucking spot. trust it's all these the motherfuckers glasses. that are trying to sell you shit constantly. The people that are Red, around you, you know, keep them close. So black, white, in between, polka dot. I don't give a fuck if they're good people. You keep yeah. them by. Yeah, good people are good people and bad people are bad people. And regardless, regardless the of their background, you'll always know the difference. Yeah. Maybe not immediately, but you if you get to know them enough. Also, we have our Ninja Kitty that's Ferrari. She's old Ninja Cat. She's up to no good. She's always breaking laws and breaking backs. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. Oh, oh man. By the way, that is on my list. Something I want to get into at, because I did the news thing. Jethro Tull. <laughs> no. <laughs> the rock and roll list. So, All right, folks. We're gonna go over the top ten. Yes. Classic rock or greatest uh, rock groups that we think kind of portray the American rock genre. So we're doing, rock. we're doing classic rock, so we're defining as the 1960s. You're talking your ACDC. Can I your finish? Tar- Can I finish? No, I'm no. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Just because you're Captain America, you think you're super cool. Anyways. Just talking, man. So classic Shut rock. Shut up, Chris. I'm talking. <laughs> You're pretty sassy for guy in his underwear, bud. I'm not oh, in my shorts. underwear. I got oh, you've upgraded. Well, Good job. we have come. Thank God. All right. <laughs> I don't wear shirts or socks, but I'll put shorts on for folks. Anyways, so classic rock we're defining as 1960s, 70s, and like the early part of 80s. Because by the 80s, you Bare had... metal came in. Because by the 80s, metal and punk and all these right, other... Yeah. New wave and other genres Sub-genres, were coming in. punk. 
But this this the sixties and seventies especially it was still majority of just classic rock, and then it broke. So like we're gonna talk about this. Elvis, but before yes. fucking Bowie. We could, we could actually at some point we could do a proto rock list like yeah. rockabilly. We could yeah, in the future, yeah. like fifties. We'll get into it once we get past yeah. a few more lists. So it'd be like Chuck Berry, like Elvis, Johnny Cash. Trevor is Italy. so excited for this one, I'm guys. Fucking excited. So we're gonna so we're into the U.S. first. No Pearl Jam. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> don't call me, daughter. Don't call me. No, I'm not doing Sleeping that. Sleeping on a pillow. Bro, made the concrete. Bro, 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 I touched a pancake. I listened yeah. to Pearl Jam Day at work. It oh, was God. good. It was good. Even for... They got some songs, man. I forget how good Pearl Jam is until you listen to a whole CD. Yes, I would prefer Soundgarden. If someone pointed a gun to my head and they're like, Pearl Jam or Soundgarden? Like, I'm picking Soundgarden every day. <laughs> they're like, wrong answer. It's, well, it's any better. <laughs> I guess I'm getting death death by better then. Death by better. <laughs> a better data? I don't know. Vendetta? Better. A better data? I don't know. So anyways, we're doing the U.S. first. Sorry, Britain. We know you like to be like, oh, we the British wave. The U.S. did it first. Trevor, you already established that. Fucking laying down the line. He wants the spit in a British person's face. Any hot chicks that need spit in their face? Look, give me some fish and chips, fix your teeth, and bring me all your birds. Let's go. That's a very American thing of you to say, Trevor. I know, that's why I said it. Let's fucking go. This is America. God damn it. So we have a list here. I wrote out some bands. Oh, here we go. So we're into top ten. I also have an honorable mention, so... I'll go through my list, and then you you guys can, can go kinda, through. We can we can comment chirping. Yeah. So, on the list here, I have, for example, the first one. I have ZZ Top. Of course. So they ah, were. Ah, 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 ah. So they were a blues rock band. Yeah. Just like the Stones With and a lot of other rock cool bands beards. that had a lot of heavy, heavy blues, American blues, and other southern. Music sort of influences. You know that every girl goes crazy about a, a sharp, sharp dressed, dressed man. man. <laughs> hey. Cheap sunglasses, bud. Cheap sunglasses. So, yeah, I definitely agree with ZZ Top and, and specifically. They're not necessarily ascending order. I'm just throwing them well, out. Well, no. What so I'm, I'm not saying, ringing them 1 through 10. All right, 10. okay. What I'm saying is that uh, ZZ Top is just one of those groups Do you that, agree if ZZ Top um, mean on that? The hits, you could play them today. So and many. they still hit. <laughs> you know? ZZ Top are hard to fucking knock. And some of the best live performances I've ever heard of. Oh, yeah. You know, so Amazing. Even into their they even older played age. A, they even played at the Super Bowl halftime show. Even into their older it. age, they kept rocking and they kept rolling. And, they're know, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They, deserve, they, they started. I like it. These guys started playing in the 60s. I guess Billy Gibbons actually got to play of Hendrix at a blues club way back in the 60s. But Can we talk about how they crazy started in the early 70s? They started in the early 70s, the 70s and 80s. Can we talk about how crazy it is that it was David two Kings. brothers with giant beards and then a dude that played drums named Frank Beard? Uh, Tony Beard. <laughs> Tony Beard, Tony yeah. Beard. Isn't that nuts, though? Yeah. You had, you had uh, Dusty Hill Gibbons, who was the bass player who just died. Rest in peace. Great, Dusty Hill. Great, great fucking bass player. And then Billy Gibbons was one of my favorite guitarists of all times. Phenomenal blues rock guitarist. They did a um, uh, uh, King of the Hill episode where uh, Dusty Hill was Hank Hill's like long lost cousin basically and he and came into Texas. town I mean they're the gods of Texas before Pantera like, there was easy Hank talk up because he's so cool and a rock star and then and then he never knew that like Hank 
thought of him that way. And he always was like, no, Hank, I like your life. I always wanted to sell propane and propane accessories. He's like, really? <laughs> and he's like, no. It's <laughs> one of the, the but greatest you're my cousin records. And I still love you. You know, that was a nice. good episode. But yeah, D- uh, Dusty Hill, fucking ZZ Top, amazing group. So another next one I have on here, Clearance Clearwater Revival, also oh, known as CCR. CCR is awesome. So as I, was, I grew up definitely hearing CCR, and I definitely as a guitarist, John Fogarty, had a lot of he definitely was big at mixing blues but also a lot of folk and a lot of country he he makes a lot of genres to, together to the and it's crazy because like born of Eye, like you think they were from like somewhere in louisiana they actually play they actually were from the bay area but they were from the outskirts and it, it's crazy about ccr they're from that? the san francisco oakland area but they but there's a lot of rednecks because of being from Northern California myself, there's a lot of rednecks that moved from other parts of the country that settled in mm. the Northern California area. So there was still a lot of country music in California. And it's it's nuts about CCR is that um, they're one of those groups that they are so multi-talented in so many different genres. Like Trevor said, they incorporate a lot of folk and, and heavier uh, rock and blues and blues. country and all kinds of shit. But like, you'd never really think of it how they do it because it's just it flows so well in yeah. all their music and I think that that's how really great groups uh, perform and they make music yeah. is it doesn't even sound like they're adding in anything new or you know it's just kind of they have this this undefined yeah. sound but it's just a little bit of it all you know especially the, the magic of like classic rock is they were they were definitely because now you have like punk and metal and the other things, but classic rock at the time they were drawing for a lot of older music genres that had come before rock. So and something like I love about jazz and Latin yeah. music and, and blues I love and about country like and folk and all these from other this things. Era is that a lot of these groups and bands they all jazz. really had to play their instruments yep. well. So they, it they, took a bunch of different people that all knew different instruments. They were already trained instruments. A lot of them already could read sheet music. There were some guys that were classically trained and. Then they're like, all right, we're going to throw this all together in this American yep. sound called rock and roll. Yep. And then just went from there. I like you, Trevor. All right, who else do we have? So we also got Foreigner. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Foreigner's all right. They got some hits. I'll give them that. Yeah. Okay. All right, Foreigner's up for debate. All what right. do you got? What do you got to back up Foreigner? Uh, they had a lot of hits in the 70s and 80s. They, they uh, had some really good guitar playing. Uh, they were pretty good. I you mean, can say the same about Journey, man. You know, I can't stand Journey. Though. Yeah, but see, that's the problem. Is that Journey was one of the best fucking uh, selling groups? They were like Aerosmith. Warner like, did pretty good though too. Yeah, Warner did pretty I good. Definitely have a higher opinion of Aerosmith. Though. Well, I got a higher <laughs> opinion of Aerosmith and fucking a Journey than Foreigner. <laughs> I can always put in other bands and we can figure it out. Oh, we'll I'm going with Journey first. for this one. So I'll, I'll pick Journey that. over Foreigner. Right. I love you, Chris, but go fuck yourself. Go <laughs> fuck yourself, bro. I know. <laughs> Trevor's just pissed off because he, he hates radio play. And what radio play does is it murders really good songs. There are... Foreigner did get played a lot, but 
I do like them. I definitely grew up hearing them, and I don't mind them. So we can figure that out later. <laughs> Trevor's so sad right now. We just shit on Foreigner a little so bit. So if you have a problem, number four, you got problems. Chris, you got a problem. you're from the South, so I know you're not going to say no. George Thorogood. Leonard Skinner. Yeah, of oh, course. Skinner. Fuck yeah. If yeah, you said no to Leonard Skinner, it'd be like... Why would I say no to Leonard It'd be like Skinner. me saying, oh, guitar is stupid. That's, right? Like, yeah. Trevor just said it. Ooh, he just said it. No, Ooh. kidding. Guitars. Ooh, I didn't mean it's it. on record. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. He'll never be able oh, to play you mad. again. They're, they're going to be mad, mad at me. Oh, he's looking at his I guitars. was kidding. <laughs> they're like my wives. Like I've married This is why we need wives. video because the video element kidding. would help so much. Ah, we're going to get a camera yeah. soon, folks. Don't also, worry. I'm also You'll wearing the uh, also wearing the Japanese headband from the Asian festival. He's turning Japanese. I think he's turning Japanese. That's already an episode. We did an episode of Matt, actually. We did that one. Already did that episode. But anyways, going on. So Leonard Skinner, they've been around since the 60s. It was named after a PE coach that gave him shit for having long hair. Yeah, Mr. Skinner. Yep. And yeah, they, they were they, they were another great band that fused blues <coughs> and folk music and country. They're from the South, originally from Florida, but then they... From Jacksonville. Yes. Georgia, Florida, Georgia line, basically. And then they, they moved over... Um... Yeah, Obviously Skinner, Alabama and shit. Skinner had such a big impact in the South because of their Huge. fucking uh, their Huge. Confederate flag and shit like that. But, but they were guys from the South. But it was one of those things as well. Like it didn't matter where you were from, man. Everybody loved Leonard Skinner. You know, yeah. North, South, East, West, across the fucking I mean, you'd country. You'd be impressed to find someone that didn't at least know one <laughs> Leonard Skinner song. And like, I mean, Freebird is one of the craziest songs ever written. Uh, well the solos in that is nuts because oh, there's three, yeah. there's three guitarists and they're. I, Iron Maiden was a band that actually was influenced because they were, one of the first big rock bands to have three guitarists that would have solos where they're like, guys doing a melody and other guys doing a harmony and then other guys can do like, weird like some weird pitch harmonic shit in the background and like weird stuff, so yeah they they definitely helped, move rock and roll forward I would say. And Chris is checking on stuff in his room. So, any last thoughts on Leonard Skinner for you? I mean, I think definitely it's a solid, solid for, thought for number four. Oh yeah, and it's not, it's not ascending or descending order, folks. Right. Just throwing it out there. If I had to put it in, I uh, couldn't, I couldn't rank them. If I had to put it in a rank, though, Skinner would probably be at least top three. Oh, yeah. Skinner would definitely You're also be top from the South. So be, yeah, but yeah. Skinner's just way better than a lot of groups. <laughs> they are. So another group I have on here is The Doors. That Doors was, was going to be on I like The list. Doors. They have some good stuff. Um, they definitely they are definitely, to L.A. and California what Leonard Skinner was to the South. The Doors were huge, especially in the West Coast. And The Doors had so many cool songs that, like... Just well sung, well played, performed. What was interesting is they used a lot of organ. The the guitarist, who's really good, he also was uh, classically trained, so he did a lot of Spanish guitar playing. Yeah. That he oh, mixed, yeah? which I like. Yeah. So he Robbie Krueger, right? I like him. He he did, he did a lot of uh, classical stuff, but then he also makes it with blues and, and country more American. But they definitely. They definitely went around of like using a lot more um, keyboards and like Spanish and other other influences. Yeah, the doors are pretty cool. I'll give you that one. Yeah. I like the doors. Did a lot of drugs, did a lot of crazy shit. <laughs> they had some good hits. Another one I have for me personally, Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf. Uh, 
I uh, like them. I don't know if they're in my top ten. I'll swap out Steppenwolf for Aerosmith. That's your opinion. I would I would have Steppenwolf over Aerosmith every single day. The term no. heavy metal literally no. came from yeah. Steppenwolf. Like they but were, that's what you're looking for. You're looking for heavy metal. I'm looking for no. classic 70s, this is, 80s. No. 60s, 70s, like Stephen yeah, Wolf was classic. They helped. They helped. They, help, they helped definitely influence Aerosmith. Like Stephen Wolf was one of those bands. Like the 60s and 70s, the height of the Vietnam War. They definitely helped push the rock and roll. Trevor's sound. always trying to go to the fucking source of the good sound. Yeah, because that's what you're supposed to do. So no, Stephen Wolf. I just listen to the music yeah. and vibe. Baby. By the way, Aerosmith not on that list. Of course, Deal because Trevor it. doesn't like them. <laughs> They have a few good songs, but Trevor's they're so like, overrated. I don't care what other people think. Fuck them. I know I'm better. I think I, think I would put Aerosmith where you put the four. There you so. go. Okay, that's your opinion. They do have some good songs. They are good musicians. Steven Tyler's fucking, fucking hilarious. Yes. And then the guitarist is good. So, uh... For number seven here, I got the Ventures. I number them. <laughs> I'm just listing them. They're not, yeah, they're not uh-huh, ranked. They're not ranked. <laughs> So another one, another one I have then is the Ventures. The Ventures, yeah. The Ventures were a big surf band, and if you've played guitar, that's one of those bands you have to learn because they were big and strong. They walked and run. They did the theme song for Hawaii Five O. Bana bana ba ba bana bana. CDC at man. That's the world list, bud. That's the world list. That's the world list. I guess. Uh, they also they also did um, Batman. Batman. Na 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 na. That's them too. Like. They, 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 they did a lot of sitcoms, but they did a lot of Walk and Run. They did countless, countless surf songs that are still played listening today. They're influential. Like, they're up there with Dick Dale. I don't have Dick Dale on this, but rest, you know, shout out to Dick Dale and the Deltones. Surf music was definitely an early, early version of rock and roll because surf music, like, you had Rockabilly in the 50s and then... Right after that, like, 59 to the early 60s, you had surf rock. And then the British invasion came and changed everything. <laughs> but this was, like, right before the British invasion. Like, right before 63, 64, when, like, Stones and, and Beatles and those bands of steamrolled everything. Right before that, Ventures is one of those big bands. And they're from the Seattle area. They're one of those Northwest bands. Yeah, right. Once we get to our what about Boston, man? I like Boston. Boston's amazing. Uh, yeah. I'll do a shout out to them. I really like Boston. Like I actually really like Boston. Or like Kansas, man. Kansas and Boston both fucking yes. ripped. No, they're turns both out, good bands. Turns out if you name a band after a, a town or a state, <laughs> it's going to be Alright, fun fact. That era, classic rock, Chicago. Chicago Boston. Boston. Kansas. Kansas. A lot of really great. Another, like, there's other ones out there, and they all have these. They all have like not similar sounds because they're all a little different, but they have this the general rock sound. General rock sound, but there are certain songs that they did, it like sticks. fucking nine to five and shit. Yeah, that's an amazing Chicago song. I've dude. seen they're the I've seen the documentary amazing. on the guitar player Terry. I don't remember his mm. name, but he was a, he was a brilliant dude, badass guitarist. So maybe they don't make the top. Honorable List, mention. But definitely all three of those super oh, big. Yeah. Like, Boston's amazing. The problem oh, I have is there are so many bands I like, I couldn't fit them all on. But that's oh, what, yeah, what I'm saying that. is like... Boston's one of those I really... The guitar playing in Boston, I... Maybe we couldn't like, put them in top 10, but they are definitely 15, like 20, 100%. 15, yeah. yeah, 20. I really like Boston. Just These are the bands I kind of thought of because I did it during, during my, one of my breaks. That's the UK, UK list. UK, yeah. So... I know Chris just keeps chucking, 
names out there, but well, I'm breaking thinking, up a country. I'm thinking right now. So another one I have on here, one that's actually kind of a I'm not completely certain on. It's kind of a weird quagmire, like a weird in between. Jimi Hendrix, because even though he's American and started playing in the uh, the he started playing the Soul Tour. We'll like, claim Hendrix. We'll get, I, we'll I would hope Hendrix. so. So he's from Seattle. I've been to the museum actually. Was he I've, born in America? Yeah, he's born, he's from Seattle. But I've actually been he's to the American. museum. <laughs> and he performed with. He was actually a background singer for like uh, like James Brown, uh, James Brown, and. Um, was he a little Richard and shit. Was he a backup, he's a backer uh, guitarist, like guitarist. Little Richard, like yeah. Little Richard Hendrix. I mean, uh, yeah, he's a background. Sing- he's a background guitarist for like. Kept saying singer. I know. I was like, what? My bad. My bad. Jimi Hendrix solo. I'm sorry. Hear that? Well, he did, but when he went <laughs> yeah, solo later. But like for Little Richard and James Brown, like he's part of that whole like Southern Soul Chitlin tour. He was a background guitarist. But there was a quote from like Little Richard's, like, "Yeah, he was too good. We you know we couldn't keep him down." So he went. <laughs> So Hendrix went, he, he was in the army, he ended up break. he was a uh, paratrooper, but he broke his arm and got medically discharged right before Vietnam. And if he had been in Vietnam, he probably would have died because he was, he would have been so many thrown in the shit. that like, if they would have went to Nam, oh fuck, that would have been had, You wouldn't have had Hendrix if, yeah. if, if he had went to Nam. Well, you don't know, you probably wouldn't have had the same Hendrix. It wouldn't, sure wouldn't have been the same. But the, the reason why it's a bit of a gray area is because he got big in Britain, and the, the other two guys who are also really good musicians are British guys. But I think that what ends up happening a lot of the times is that, you know, the group, and that's what people Because Jimi Hendrix experience. Because it's him and two, and two really good English, that were really good, two English guys. Yeah. And that's really what was bass crazy about drummer. Hendrix is, like, he was so good solo, but, like, with his group, he was way better. Yeah. So that's why it's great because he's American, but his band is British, we'll and he Jimmy. and he got big in Britain before. Britain has so many bands. That's that why it's going to be a little bit more. Yeah. We'll have to narrow that down a little bit. Sorry, more. sorry, Britain. We're we're taking Jimmy. Uh, what? Fuck Britain. Uh, another guy that had slash alternative alternate if Hendrix didn't work out is Stevie Ray Vaughan. Stevie Ray Vaughan. Yeah. Oh, I love oh, yeah. Stevie Vaughan. Another blues rock guitarist that. He definitely, I feel like, carried the torch from Jimi Hendrix as far as, like, blue shredding. Like, that guy definitely pushed limits. He also did a lot of cocaine, too, which probably helped. Wait, a lot of drink, a lot of alcohol, and a lot of cocaine. That guy was crazy, but what he about, was so good. What about George Thorogood? He's honorable on, mention. He's on honorable the mention. Yeah, he's definitely honorable, honorable mention. mention. And a lot of the stuff he took were covers. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, no, you're like, well, like, one bourbon, one scotch, one beer is a uh, John Lee Hooker and then yeah. cover and he did uh, like um, who do you I, love who do you love or like uh, the the dog song was like uh, old dog moving in that's a fucking yeah. that's a cover of um, Bo Diddley so he covered a lot but he definitely added the whole rock sound to it definitely but a, the, a big difference is he like he was like a country rocker kind of the American the American rock took so heavy from country and, and blues which if you want to break it down, all blues is is it's the it's the black version of country. Country yeah. was like the rural like white that. guys playing it. Yeah. Blues was the black guys playing pretty instead much of, the same instead thing. Instead of being in the hills, man, they were in the plantations in the south. Yeah, and you were, they were playing the same tunings, playing the same scales, and pretty similar. But uh, that's a good list. Uh, another list on here I had to put down because they helped influence so much shit. I have Ramones on here. 
Ramones are good. I de- yeah. definitely agree there. Because the Ramones are good. I don't know top 10 good, but they're top 15 for me. I guys. have them, if anything, because they helped They helped push Ramones punk. Shirt. Yeah, but they also <laughs> helped push punk. Like, they were one of the first American bands that were like, okay, this band helped influence punk. Just like Black Sabbath will be in the UK list. Black Sabbath helped push metal. Yeah. Like, without yeah. this band, even though there were bands that did it before them, like whole shout out to like Iggy Pop and the Stooges who was yeah. like who was from Michigan or like MC5 also from the Michigan but Iggy area. Iggy Pop wasn't like it wasn't the ridiculous. Ramones Ramones are one of the first bands who are like oh this is rock and roll it's becoming punk. And this right, is that what is it's like gonna solid, do. It's one of the first moments where it's like that is definitely punk rock. And to yeah. be able to see that's that, why I'm that only putting yes that's in, why I'm in putting music on it's very interesting because a lot of groups they don't transition into another sound well. You know what I mean? It's one of those bands that helped start an entire sound. I mean, it was already started, but they helped commercialize and push it. Just like Black Sabbath or Metal. Like, Ramones was one of those bands. They helped punk rock. They made, they they helped make rock and roll and then pushed rock and roll to punk rock. All right, well, give it up. Trevor Ramones. Yeah. And then I have, for another band here, This one might be a little contestable, but at this point, they're a rock and roll band now. They started out like more metal, but at this point, they're pretty much rock and roll now. And I think that I, I think they're kind of to metal what Ramones were to punk. I have Metallica on here. Yeah, Metallica's pretty dope. Because they've been around for a long time. I'll argue with it. They're old enough. They started in 81, and they were actually a punk cover band. Some of the first things they did were misfit cover songs. Fuck yeah. And uh, then they decided, like, oh, we also play really fast. And yeah. they helped do the whole thrash thing. But then once they got big, they started throwing a lot of Spanish-influenced stuff. So that's when they had, like, Fade to Black and Master Puppets. So then they, 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 they are throwing a lot of other things. Like, super talented. I just grew up hearing them so much. A lot of their stuff got murdered is, to me. Is Carlos Santana born in America? He's actually in he's actually the next one on the list. Fuck. Yeah. I was about to say, Carlos Santana's fucking. He's actually on the next one. It's funny you said that. I, I feel like you cheated and looked at my no. list, but he's next. No, I didn't. No, he's literally, look. Look at my list. Oh, Metallica, awesome. Santana, right there. Fuck yeah. yeah. Santana, he, he was just so, one of those guitar players that, even with like when he was playing with Jimmy at fucking uh, Woodstock. Woodstock, yeah. yeah. That was so crazy. Yeah, he followed up. He followed up Hendrix doing that legendary um, anthem, and then yep. immediately was Santana getting everyone up and going. But yeah, he he's the other person I have. San, Santana was definitely a guy that he was Mexican American, but he's born in the U.S. Yeah, I think he's from the L.A. area. He's definitely. But uh, he he definitely took a lot of. I mean, ZZ Top took a tiny amount of you know Tex Mexicans, but. Carlos Santana took a lot of uh, he, the Latin vibe. Latin, he knew a lot of Spanish guitar, so he's one of the first guys to take Spanish guitar and mix it with blues and country, and then put on electric guitar. Hell yeah! And he started in the he actually started playing in the fifties, but he got big in the sixties. Yeah, Carlos Santana's yeah. the man. No, he's a legend. Uh, he he is the Latin music well, like Hendrix was. And and just having great musicians during that era projected so many more better musicians because what having a really cool person does is it makes other people want to be like them oh, yeah. so so just having people like jimmy and carlos and all those kind of people to, to look up to a lot of guitarists you know they wouldn't be who they are today if they didn't have fucking certain people all right so yeah that's good 
Well, uh, next next episode we'll do the UK list, mm-hmm. and then after that we'll do the world list, I love and then it. after that in the future maybe do like a proto rock list or something, and then yeah. maybe we could do punk metal. We'll figure out. Trevor's loving this. Fuck yeah, he told me. I'm like, he's, ah! getting, he's getting it all wet, man. He's getting it all wet over here. I'm super jacked this episode. <laughs> Good so, job. So let me do my album review real quick. Yeah. This is gonna be a slightly longer episode, folks, but we've been off the air for a week and a half. It's okay. So a little longer, yeah. it's fine. So I have a. Uh, in the, I guess, in the spirit of the, the Asian remember, festival. Remember, we're not gonna do any music. I know. Yeah. I know. I have the uh, the band called the the Yoshida Brothers, and they're two brothers from Japan that grew up playing plas- classical they're Japanese music. And they have a strong bond. <laughs> but they happen to both play shayushims, which are three string traditional Japanese like banjo instruments. And they play it. Top level, like there's some of the best technical shooting players out there. But it's awesome about them is they also mix in a lot of, they've been mixing in like hip hop and like um, R and B and electronica and even like metal. They have they've played with metal bands and like they orchestra and they they're really good at mixing a lot of things. But they also keep to their traditional roots. So if I have an album to recommend, it's the Ushida Brothers, the artist. The album is called Ibuki. I-B-U-K-I. I don't know what it means, but it's cool. And then the song, Ibuki. That whole album, though, is good. And it's... Uh, they, they do a lot of... They do they also do, like, songs to traditional Japanese poems, which is really cool. So I, I like that. And they have just really good chill music. So I highly recommend Yoshida Brothers. Ibuki if you guys could see Trevor song. right now, he has a fucking band across his head. I like never got to totally talk about like this. Like he's fucking uh, karate kid. Karate kid over so here. At the at the Asian festival, Michael and I, Sage's brother, we went to a booth and they did and they uh, we were talking and then I like walked away and I saw Michael getting this headband put on. I was like, oh, I'd like one. So they put a in. Japanese characters they wrote her names out and they put them on us and it's pretty awesome they charged him 10 bucks no nothing <laughs> no the, the Japanese guy was super excited when he put it on like he was like yeah like he was super he was super what they excited. don't know is that the the characters that he has written but, on his head are dickhead actually <laughs> I know that's not true do you want to know how I know because I walked over to the Kyoto player who's an old Japanese lady she pointed at my head and said your name must be Trevor <laughs> and read it right off my head whoa so I was like alright so I'm glad you didn't put butthole on it. <laughs> he actually put Trevor. So that's how I, that was the proof I needed because. Cool stuff. So yeah. Fuck yeah. So I'm rocking a headband. I like it. And, I think he's uh, talking Japanese, folks. Grand, I hope my grandparents don't get too mad. Both my grandpas fought against the Japanese in the Pacific Theater. Sorry, grandpas. It happens. Sometimes Times you have changed. fight against people. Times have changed. Uh, do, you, do you have a movie review real quick? I did not have a movie review this time around. I've been sick, folks. I'm sorry I don't have a movie review. Do you have an episode? Law and Order again, or do you have some talking, other show? I've been talking some Law and Order here lately. Um, How about the Chris Hansen one? Watching Chris Hansen catch a predator, anything no, like that? No, Any other was, shows? There was a, a Law and Order episode. That's how I know I'm getting old, guys, is that... I come it's home and I'm so order. excited to eat dinner and watch Law and Order. He's all fed. <laughs> he's all about that Dick Wolf. Yeah, Dick Wolf's oh, executive man. producer, Dick Wolf. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's an episode bah, bah, I watched bah, last bah, night bah, about bah, uh, a ten-year-old kid or a thirteen-year-old kid who was addicted to crack, who had gone up on a rooftop, Hell yeah. and shot a gun and accidentally killed a woman in another apartment. 
Um, so when the cops figured it out, sounds like Wednesday in Chicago. Hell yeah! They went to his mom and um, they were trying to get the kid. Turns out the mom's a hooker and she's all addicted to crack too. Woo! They find this dealer and arrest him for basically putting the kid on the the roof with a gun. Um, And what it turns out to be was that the mother had sold her son to the dealer for about a hundred and seventy or eight hundred and seventy bucks worth of debt on her fucking drugs. Damn, so so much slavery. uh, her son work for the so slavery yeah it was slavery yeah. that was the name of the episode um, but yeah the kid was just you know a fucked up kid from the streets and his mom was a hooker and Ugh, he just sucks. got sold because his mom didn't give a fuck about him so really rough episode but Law and Order is just funny in that way that like you can sit down and really get into a one episode it's about an hour you know what I mean so you get into a storyline, and there's some bad jokes, some bad cop jokes and stuff. Of course. But uh, it, it's fun to watch. There's always shit in the stories. I, I originally got into Law & Order because of SVU. Right. That yeah. was a really well, good see. series of shows. And then, um, <laughs> yeah, after that, I kind of watched the old ones. And Law and & Order's pretty cool. It's got a lot of bad fucking stories and bad cop lines. and One, one in a, er, out so, of one to ten... Police guns. I'll or give a, it seven police guns. Or uh, donut shops. There you go. Donuts. Donuts and coffees. I'll give it seven donuts like a, and coffees. It'd be like a guy who's gun jams and the cops like, yeah, he didn't have a shot. Yeah. <laughs> no, dude, and it's like that every time. Like they're like they stop a fucking a bomber and they're like, I guess his fuse ran out. <laughs> it's like what? I'm and glad we didn't. Bullets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then it goes to commercial, and you're like, "What just happened?" Because nobody talks like that. Yeah. Right? Nobody. I know it's sarcastic, but yeah, that's how they they roll regularly. All right, folks, that's about it. We're getting ready to wrap this up. Trevor, you want to grab your guitar? Yeah, we'll have some uh, more episodes coming out. We'll have yeah, Angela's open episode set up twenty-seven the, uh, and twenty-eight. We're on social media now. The I Facebook guess. page. Yeah, we're going to get started on all that. Get you guys some. Some clips and some pictures and all that cool shit. We're not going to be responding to social media, no. but somebody well, we will. Well, well, now, what you should do yeah. is you put the links to the social medias in the description of the video. No, that's yeah. what we're going to do. <laughs> the problem <laughs> is, is, right now, now it's, still in, it's still in beta phase. You know, we're still trying to figure out the details. But yes, so, we will put the links. That. We'll put links on there in the description. We'll put links on the Barbie. <laughs> All right, Trevor. Give the people what they want. You got to give the people what they want. It's kind of dark.
whoever just picked up my glass and is using it as a slide. It's pretty funny. <laughs> That's how you play a tea jug. <laughs> All right. What's folks. up, Lipton Tea? What's good? <laughs> It's been two lonely boys in a canoe. We appreciate you coming Later, and listening everybody. to us today. Sage, thank you again for joining Absolutely. us, man. It's always a pleasure. Remember to piss on your here. waitresses and tip your urinals, folks. Yeah, tip your babies and punch your waitresses. All right, guys. <laughs> Wait, what? See you, or talk <laughs> to you next yeah. time. Hell yeah.